Hey, hey, and welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. My name is Chris Paco. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. You almost had me there. I was switching up the words in the intro, but uh, I, I figured out what was going on. Man, I had myself halfway through. I was like, what's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> I had that feeling during much of this episode. Very much. What a wacky episode this one is. It's uh, episode number 49, The Monkeys Watch Their Feet, a.k.a. Mickey and the Outer Space Creatures. Which would have been a more accurate title. Like, like instinctively, when I see the monkeys watch their feet, I was like, oh, this must be the dancing one. But no, that was last season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the monkeys watch their feet. It's a, <laughs> it's almost very meta in itself. Just well, be- uh, we find out why in a little bit. Yeah, it... it, it essentially makes sense but overall it's like <laughs> nah you could have just went with the space creatures i think <laughs> yeah agreed so it's uh directed by alexander singer uh written by our buddies Coslo johnson paul mazursky and neil Burston. once again in the in the helm nice and originally aired on january 15th 1968 Okay, so anyway, it, this, this episode starts off kind of weird. We got Mike standing in front of some U.S. flags and some military dudes. And he says that Raybert Productions and Screen Gems, with the lack of help from NBC, would like to present a special report from the Department of UFO Information. And he introduces the Secretary of the Department of UFO Information, Mr. Pat Paulson, who is played by Pat Paulson. And that's an episode of rap on old Papinez. <laughs> it is. It really is. That's the end. You get one shot of him at the end of the episode, but that's it. But no more oh, Mike. Geez. So uh, Mike, he fumbles with the microphone as he introduces Pat. Like he drops it and catches it. and He just acts all generally uh, nervous and sketchy, essentially. Yeah. So a, a weird shifty guy tells us that we are not alone and aliens walk amongst us. And he says that uh, some people may poo-poo this statement. But he must say emphatically, Don't poo-poo it. <laughs> then we got a special guest reappearance by uh, the, the laugh track. I was just about to bring that up. For the first time in a long time, we hear a laugh track. And um, <laughs> to, well, to remind us, this is supposed to be funny, I think. I think so, too. Pat says that we're being attacked from outer space and that the aliens are going after the innocence of youth because they'll try anything. He says that he has a film report and a a curtain gets pulled up to reveal like a screen and projected onto it are Mickey, Davey, and Peter in the pad. And Pat says to take these young teenagers with their own TV series as an example. (laughs) Teenagers. Yeah, teenagers. Davey tells the boys that they have to practice, which is a mention of the band. So drink up. Nice, nice. And Peter and Mickey tell him that uh, to keep his shirt on and suddenly Mickey's shirt disappears. And the laugh track people think that's hilarious. They, oh, yeah. they love the shirt disappearing. Davey asks Mickey if he wants to go to the gig unprepared. And Mickey says that he wouldn't let them catch him with his pants down. And suddenly his pants are gone too. Just like, pop, <laughs> no more pants. And Davey says he thought Mickey was putting his clothes on. And Mickey says they did put his clothes on, but they left. Could it be my clothes were putting me on? That's deep. <laughs> Pat's voice comes back and he asks if Mickey is the world's fastest exhibitionist. And is this the work of an overly amorous teeny bopper, or is what happened to him beyond his control? Certainly if the intent was to be humorous, it would have been funnier than that. (laughs) Oh, you got that right. That could have been the title of this episode. (laughs) For real. 
And so Pat says that he was under direct assault from the cosmos. He was under the control of the aliens, essentially. And we see mm-hmm. the aliens, and they pretty much look like aliens from any TV show in the 1960s. <laughs> they got like shiny gold clothes, with black lightning bolts on them, laser guns, something weird <laughs> over their eyes, and their skin's light blue. So yeah, they're in blue face. Yeah, blue face couldn't happen today. <laughs> uh, yeah, he concludes by saying that the universe is trying to take over their neighborhood. Then we go to the intro. Okay, two two minutes forty seconds. We hit the intro. That- but- but this is including like over a minute of of Pat Paulson just talking, and like imagine like a monkeys fan. Hey, gotta come over to my house Monday night. We're gonna watch the monkeys. I'm gonna show you this cool show. And it's this one. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought, man. Like I thought if the this whole is... minute, oh, a whole minute pre-intro where there's not a monkey on the screen talking or doing anything. And we also have to say Pat Paulson's delivery. It, it it's the way he's supposed to deliver it. But it's like, and yes. this is how the aliens are going to invade our use. It's great physical comedy with him. Yeah, but. like the dryness is fun in itself. And like when he does a little motion, like the fist pounder, waving the, the stick, it's like, yeah. It's like he's reading them off the cue cards too, like emphatically. Exactly. Yeah. So he's, it, it, again, the problem, we'll probably keep bringing this up to a thing. The problem isn't really this, like, you can't pinpoint what's wrong with this episode. There's just something about it that doesn't feel right. <laughs> One thing for some reason I realized this time with the monkeys and the theme and the intro and all that stuff is like they stuck with the Hey, Hey, We're the Monkeys song for that intro when their musical tastes have gone way beyond that. But they kept that as that intro, which was a brilliant move, I think, because still pretty much everyone knows Hey, Hey, We're the Monkeys. A, a brilliant non-move? Brilliant non-move, <laughs> Don't yeah. change the intro? Yeah, don't do anything. Like, we couldn't even take that hint. We had to change the theme song. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird if they did a new theme song for the second season. Interesting. That will, yeah, that would have been weird. That, that doesn't happen. Like, yeah. the theme from uh, from The Simpsons is the same. Uh, it's uh, 60 Minutes. Yeah. I think most <laughs> stick with with their theme nowadays. Like, like, the Cosby Show used to always have a new theme because it showed them dancing oh, in a that's new way. True. Right? It, it well, was, there was a different kid every every season or somebody <laughs> somebody in the cast. Yeah, someone. Oh, my, my oldest daughter showed up that I never mentioned before. Yeah. Oh, we, we have a tiny baby now. Wonderful. Yeah, we're Cousin Pam all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like, who the hell? <laughs> but anyway, that's for our Cosby podcast. Yes. Cos- Cosby Valley Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Podsby Show. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, another thing is, I was really stoked to come into a space-themed theme because every episode in the second season has that little jingle that matches the the episode when they say it's like directed by, written by. But then this one doesn't. It just has like, when the Saints come marching in, which is not when the Saints come (laughs) marching. It's some other flag-waving American song. Yeah, because of the American vibe at the start and all this. I think it ties into that. But it should have had a, a UFO theme theme. I agree. I thought so as well. And so, kids, for you guys, we 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 didn't put this together. Jeff there, he put together a little jingle of what we thought it should have been. And uh, here it is right now. Pretend you, the theme just ended and it's saying, directed by Alex Singer, written by Coslo, Neil, and the other guy, Paul. Here it is. <laughs> Take it away.
Ooh, spacey. Oh, yeah. Now, technically, like we put that together because it was your idea. I, guess. I just did it. Yeah, I, I put in the order. <laughs> and you're like, I think I could do that. And you wrapped it in like an hour and came back with it. Yeah, so. it, it didn't take much. It was, I love doing these things. It's fun. Yeah. So why didn't they love doing it and put it in? That's what I'm questioning. The, <laughs> Great the, question. The one I was looking forward to the most and is like, no, we're going to play some American flag wavy music. Which maybe if you're American, you know that song as soon as you hear it. But in Canada, our flag wavy yeah. songs are all like beer commercials and stuff. <laughs> flag wavy songs. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Way to drop the ball, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Pat's voiceover says they'll take a closer look at what's happened to Mickey. And Peter says Mickey would lose his head if it wasn't attached. And Mickey freaks out because everything that he's mentioned has disappeared. <laughs> and Mickey says that things don't just disappear. And then one of his drums disappears and he starts to freak out again. And then uh, Pat says, we're seeing the beginning of confusion, which is a seed that's been planted into America's youth. He goes on to say that essentially Mickey's going to go crazy. And there are clips from a bunch of different episodes where Mickey's acting weird and the treasure trove of clips they must've had to go through. This is like a low key clip show. Like they must've lost a reel of this episode or something for no joke. Cause as you can see, like a lot of our monkeys show analysis begins with, as you can tell by Mickey's hair, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, like an early season two thing. And in fact, uh, headquarters came out the day before they shot this episode, or at least this footage with the three boys. Oh, really? But for real, it's it feels like there's maybe 15 minutes of this, of them <laughs> doing the alien stuff. Yeah, like I, I did read like they had to, to fill it up with stuff because it wasn't long enough as an episode because it's the, the fact that there's, like you're saying, there's more Pat than there is monkeys and we're also down a monkey. So it's like... <laughs> For real. I think you'll notice where the, the monkey footage ends. It feels like there's a lot that's just not there. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah bah. So anyway... Bah. So Pat goes on to list all the things that are actually plaguing young people at the time, like the world moving so fast, the Vietnam War, etc. And he says that these things could not possibly be the reason young people are going crazy. He is obviously affected by aliens from outer space. (laughs) Rather than like the real world problems. And it kind of seems to match up with the things people are saying about young people today and the things they face and are dealing with, but no one takes Mm -hmm. their concerns seriously. Just like, yeah, what, what, the internet bothers you? It's like, there's so much more stuff (laughs) bothering the youth today that people just won't won't look at. But that's probably just an every youth problem. Every youth. Every Every youth there is. Every youth has their boomers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we see the aliens who have taken off the weird thing on their eyes and the woman alien says that they have to initiate plan d and the dude alien who has some weird contraption over his face like a copper wire with like a golden <clears throat> eggshell over his mouth <laughs> they've got down the ventilation shaft that guy from uh phantom menace exactly yeah that's where it started this is the evolution and and he, he asks uh what what that is what's plan d and it's like bro at the very least, you're the pilot of the ship. There's two of you here. You don't know what the plan You should have gone over no. the plans on your trip to Earth, I'd say. I think the, the Coslo Johnson joke structure is like very convoluted setups to get to the desired punchline, which is just this lengthy explanation that happens to start with the letter D. Yeah. And it's, it, in, in this episode of 
of slow moving nonsense. We don't need the Coslo <laughs> Johnson joke, <laughs> joke telling tales. Like, so anyway, she tells him that it's the disposal of earthlings through the various means of destruction at their command. Mm. And I was like, that's pretty wordy. Coslo must've been getting paid by the word <laughs> on this <laughs> script. I think <laughs> this is one of the more wordy episodes. Mm. So uh, we see Mickey walking down the beach in his bathrobe. And then Pat says, Here he comes walking down the beach. Gets the funniest looks from everyone he meets. But then Pat says something and I can't discern what he says. Like he's singing something, like part of the theme, but it's not part of the theme. Yeah. He's, 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 uh, I, I can't pick it up. And Pat says that the aliens have left a trail of Mickey's clothes to lead him to the lair. And Mickey finds his pants and his boots. And then he pulls out some pantyhose. And Pat says, the stocking was an oversight. <laughs> I guess that's what Mickey wears on his head to get his uh, hair straight. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so Mickey sees his drum and he goes over to it. And then he disappears and he ends up in the spaceship. So he wanders around for a little bit. He meets the aliens. The aliens uh, welcome Mickey to Zlotnik. And he asks if they've seen his drum. And they say that he's suspicious and humans aren't as dumb as they thought. And how dumb did they think we humans were? I think they thought we were like one-cell amoebas or something. Like yeah. asking, oh, have you seen my drum I lost? Like, wow, he's on to us. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Crack the code. Yeah. And uh, he tells them that they have a groovy pad, and they think that that means uh, their ship is marked for destruction. <laughs> he says that even if he didn't know any better, he'd think he was in an alien spaceship, and then they all laugh. And uh, he walks over to a handle and asks what this does. And then everything gets bright and he starts to freak out. And the next thing we know, he's in like a little light cage. And the aliens are trying to duplicate him into this other cylinder thing. Now for a perfect copy, he'll soon be beside himself. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. So they flip a switch and the woman alien goes over to the other pod and there's a gorilla in it. And they say, oh, it's close, but not quite. <laughs> and she tells the boy alien to reduce the brain tissue and lower the IQ. <laughs> boy alien. <laughs> and uh, he flicks some switches and suddenly there's a perfect copy of Mickey, looking wise. And uh, the girl alien <laughs> says that uh, while they question the real Mickey, the, and she calls him a robot. While we question the earthling, the robot will take his place and will spy for us. Of course. Even, even Pat calls him robots. <laughs> And it makes me crazy, robots. but I'm going to call them robots for the rest of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? It makes me insane when people say robot. They tell the robot Mickey to spy and report back. Whatever happened to the good old days? Perhaps you figure that the more days that go by, the more good old days there are to miss. <laughs> That's tricky thinking. Like, there's at least a minute of that kind of footage, it seems. Well, maybe not a minute. Because a minute's a long time in TV. But... <laughs> A lot of that, just like random shots and clips. There's like the Mickey character audition reel earlier, and then just shots that are somewhat relevant to whatever they're talking about. Today, he says, today the aliens are causing crime waves and riots and drug addictions, but teenagers are getting the blame. Take the war. We're not doing the fighting, so it must be the kid's fault. But is it the kid's fault? Not entirely. It's those pesky aliens. It's time to show the <laughs> cosmos what we're, ma what we're made of. It almost seems like they're trying to give us like a social commentary. But they're sneaking in some stuff that you probably couldn't get away with saying on uh, ANVC. Yeah, no. Back in the day. That's like, true. This That's is true. quite a while ago now. Yeah, they might be being sneakier than I'm giving them credit for. 
<laughs> so Robot Mickey is on the beach and Davy and Peter see him and run over. And Peter says that they've been looking everywhere for him. And Pat says that the robot looks just like Mickey, but there's always one <laughs> physical difference. And in this case, Mickey's feet are backwards. <laughs> Hence the title of the episode. That's, that's really the best they could make the backwards feet look, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Like they should have done, they should have done, they start panning down on Mick and then they do a quick go back to like Peter doing a double take. And then they, when they switch back to the pan down on Mick, his feet are pointing the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Or they just shouldn't have written in the backwards feet. It doesn't, it doesn't make any big difference within this whole thing. They had to have a physical trait that was different that indicates that he's different. They get the. They only, they only need to have that because they said they need to have that. If that wasn't it there, it would have been fine. <laughs> it's, a, it's in the title. They had to do it. Yeah. There's, a, there's enough difference in the robot Mickey to, to <laughs> no, he's not Mickey. <laughs> and it uh, takes Which reminds them... me like, because, but like, sorry to interrupt, but like the Mickey being the robot Mickey, like, okay, this is our second episode of two, two Mickeys. Yeah. Because we had alias Mickey Dolans last season. And, um, but in these situations... Where someone has to do like a for real acting thing, it's got to be Mickey. Like, yeah. none of the other, I don't think any of the other boys could act like a robot enough, like a different version of themselves and get the physicality of it. You know? Yeah, it's, I agree. And Mickey, Mickey totally pulls it off. That's one of the redeeming things in this episode. Is his, his performance as a robot is like really herky jerky, and he's, he's it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, I actually read in this breakdancing magazine that the robot. <laughs> came from this episode when they first started they had a big problem because they kept trying to figure out how to turn their feet backwards and they're like well let's just not do that let's just dance and then that, that's how it started wow <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> so oh uh, one thing i was gonna say it takes them a really long time to notice that mickey's feet are backwards like if you walked up to me that'd be the first thing i'd be like what the hell's going on with your feet <laughs> it takes them all day to notice mickey's feet are on backwards <laughs> so you're constantly falling forwards on your face what's wrong with your feet yeah, they're not detail oriented mike must have been the detail guy i guess oh man now what now mickey what's wrong with your feet <laughs> but anyway so davy says that he feels like there's something different about mickey and peter says that he's felt that way for years and then pat says that recognizing an alien is no easy task and the aliens are stoked because the guys are falling for the robot, Mickey. And Pat says that in this next scene, the boys will notice the spaceship and notice how well the robot, Mickey, handles the situation. So they're walking down the beach and there's this huge spaceship behind them. Well, huge relative, I guess. But Davy points out to the spaceship and Mickey asks what a spaceship looks like. And Davy says, well, he's never seen one before. And robot, Mickey says, and how can you know that that's a spaceship? And Peter agrees and says, that's probably just a new drive-in. And I wish we still had drive-in restaurants. I can't believe they haven't popped back up, to be honest with you. I think it might be on its way back the way things are these days. True enough. Yeah, social distance. Just eating your, everyone's eating in their cars anyway. <laughs> so you may as well, and they're bringing the food out to you. Just put on some roller skates and give them a speaker. <laughs> so Pat says that a good way to recognize an alien is to take notice of strange behavior, like in this next scene. I feel the way to notice is when their feet are backwards. <laughs> That's how you <laughs> yeah. notice there's an alien. <laughs> well, they got to give him something to say, apparently. Like in that last scene, he says, in the next scene, the boy's going to see a UFO. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And then Spoiler alert. All he's doing is telling us what's coming up in the next scene. 
All he did was watch the episode before us and is ruining everything. <laughs> That's all Pat's doing. So we see Robot Mickey talking into his speaker on his thumb and like his, his pinky finger, like holding up like a phone. And he's reporting back to the aliens saying that on Earth they make horrible sounds. And in the background, we see Peter playing guitar and his playing guitar is ruining Robot Mickey. <laughs> and uh, the phone rings and Davy answers it and Robot Mickey says that whenever a cat cries they rip its head off and yell in its ear and then put the head back on the body and he can't understand how it's still alive <laughs> oh my god <laughs> they should have done a little more on Robot Mickey I think so Davy approaches Robot Mickey and says uh, he's acting strange and Robot Mickey says I'm not acting strange I'm acting perfectly normal there's nothing strange about me the phone rings again and when Davy goes to answer it Robot Mickey says to not tear the cat's head off again he can't stand it <laughs> so that's funny so peter asks what's up and robot mickey says uh that he's fine and they just have to remember to feed the cat and davy says that they'll go get some milk and when he goes to the fridge robot mickey says to stop don't touch her take your hands off of her and peter says he'll go get some milk from the lamp and then mickey starts to hit on the fridge <laughs> quite quite the fridge though Quite the fridge. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd hit on that fridge. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. <laughs> but uh, she's cute, but she's frigid. Ooh! Coslo missed that joke. He, it was right there for him. So uh, Davy and Peter ask Robot Mickey again if he's okay. And he asks why they're asking. Davy says that it's strange that he's hitting on the fridge. But Robot Mickey agrees and says that she wears too much makeup. <laughs> so the boys sit Robot down. And he's, he calls the aliens with his thumb phone and says that they're trying something and they're, they're spying on him. And then he picks up the phone and pets it. Nice kitty. Nice kitty. So Pat comes back, of course, and he says, uh, often the attempts to destroy people may be thwarted, but he will continue to try to destroy them by subtler and subtler tactics. And we mm. see Robot Mickey handing <laughs> Peter and Davy sticks of dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> and Davey asks what he's doing, and he tells them, I'm going to dispose of all of you. Which is pretty subtle. Ooh. And Peter says, oh, that's a relief. I thought you were going to get rid of us. And then they see Robot Mickey's about to push the plunger thing down on the little dynamite box, and they stop him, and they kind of fight with him for a little bit, kind of. And then Davey <laughs> says they've got to do something with Mickey because he's not his usual self. He's a killer, <laughs> which is not his usual self. So we come back to Pat, who says that scene was ugly and violent, but the truth is often ugly. And he throws mm. it to the next scene. It's truly ugly. Robot Mickey's strapped down to a table, and the boys are listing off all the things that are weird about this new Mickey, and they realize that his feet are on backwards, finally. <laughs> finally. And uh, Robot Mickey says, My feet aren't on backwards. Yours are. <laughs> so... We cut to Pat again, and he says that the aliens are arrogant for mocking our feet and asks if nothing is sacred to these aliens because they're the feet that God gave us. Pause for a commercial. It'd be funny if they shot a Kellogg's commercial with, with Pat Paulson in it. <laughs> Just driving his normal car for a second. Snap, crackle, and pop. The best way to start your day in America. So we come back to Robot Mickey, and he's making a bunch of weird noises and being all robot-like. Play to Verada Nixto. Play to Verada Nixto. And then we cut back to Pat, and he says the stuff Robot Mickey was saying was very important and has controlled entire generations. For example, oh, you kid. Hey, daddy-o. And the more recent, suck it to me, baby. 
Robot Mickey continues to make weird noise, noises, and Davy says that they have a serious problem. Either, either one of them in their ranks has his feet on backwards, or he's not one of them in their ranks. And Peter twists one of Robot Mickey's feet, and he's in pain. <laughs> that hurt. And uh, Peter deduces that he's not one of their ranks. Go back to Pat, who says, just think of what could have happened if those brave young Americans, but Davy's British, weren't brave enough to stop it. <laughs> uh, so Davy and Peter walk into an office, and they say they want to report a UFO, and that they saw a spaceship on the beach, and the military-looking dude kind of freaks out. He's kind of a mess. And he gives them helmets, and Peter puts his on backwards, of course. And he asks if there was a sign on the beach that said, no spaceships allowed. And Peter says no, and Davy can't hear them, <laughs> hear what the guy's saying. So then Peter yells in his face. And the military guy suddenly thinks that Peter's an alien. And Davy tries to explain <laughs> it's only because he has his helmet on backwards, and that the alien has his feet on backwards. And the military dude gets up and anoints them soldiers or something like that. And he gets them to take three steps forward. And then tells him to take two steps back. And Davy asks why. And he says, You're standing on my foot. <laughs> Classic oh, monkey's boy. joke right there. Uh-huh. The military dude asks them what, uh, what makes them think they saw an alien. And they tell him that their feet were on backwards. And the military guy starts to stammer. And it seemed to me that, okay, I, I think I misunderstood what's going on here. It seemed like the military guy's feet were on backwards. Because the <laughs> other military guy freaks out. And then they all overtake the military guy. And the guy says, Quiet, you dirty space alien. And then the alien military dude says that he'll break them for this. And Davy and Peter can't get out of the doorway because they're both trying to get out at the same time super fast. So is is the military guy an alien? It's, uh, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I might have I might have dozed off by this point. <laughs> That's what I thought was happening. But then he shows back up later as like a military guy. So back to Pat, he says that the government is useless and it's up to the citizens to fight the aliens alone. And you can see that he puts his hand on the phone on the desk beside him. Like he puts his weight on the phone and it's about to crash off. Like he's doing like a Michael, like, you know, like a Pratt fall kind of thing. But yeah. they cut right before the phone falls. <sighs> and, and, and you can hear the cut in the audio because then they cut to the monkeys, but he's still... Pat is still speaking and you can hear it from yeah. a different take. Cause he, he does a sight gag that they cut out for some reason. So maybe it, maybe it didn't work. Maybe it didn't work. Or maybe the phone crashed, went over his line or something like that. Yeah. But either way, there was, there was a, a gag there. So Peter and Davey have robot mucky, mucky robot Mickey Holy all tied shit. up. Robot mucky. <laughs> I hope that's Mickey's next solo album. <laughs> robot mucky. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> they have him tied up and they're interrogating him. And they're asking him questions and all he'll say is I won't talk. And then Davy asks all the questions once again and tells him that he can't say I won't talk. And then Robot Mickey freaks out and smoke starts pouring out of his head. Later the boys are sitting with Robot Mickey and uh, Peter asks if he'd like a drink. And Robot Mickey says that he doesn't drink because he rusts easily. And then Peter accidentally, on purpose, sprays him with some seltzer water. And he freaks out and he, and he freezes up. <laughs> like uh, like Tin Man style. <laughs> and uh, Davy and Peter run up to him. And Davy looks into Robot Mickey's eyes. And when we get super close, you can see that there's wires and tubes inside his head. And he says... He's a robot or he's been eating TV tubes. Which... <laughs> I don't know if you're eating TV tubes if they'd show up in your eyeballs, but you know, I've, I've never eaten them. So 
And like, I'm not from the '60s, but did people have like seltzer bottles with the, the spray gun tops, like just around the house, or is it just on comedy shows mostly, just in case? I think when you're like the musical version of the Marx Brothers, you have a lot of like <laughs> seltzer bottles, just banana peels laying around. <laughs> Anything for a sight gag, you just have sitting around there. Oh yeah. So Davey and Peter powwow, and they figure out that they'll switch up the wires in this robot so they can find the real Mickey. And Peter asks, what if it doesn't work? And Davey says they'll have a pretty groovy portable radio, which would be a full-size Mickey Dolan's radio would be pretty awesome. (laughs) I'd buy one. (laughs) Can you imagine the video? It's just like a perfect replica of 68 Mickey. It's like, oh, what the hell is that terrifying thing? Like, oh, check it out. And it's like, (laughs) it's playing Sirius XM. (laughs) <laughs> way ahead of his time <laughs> so uh they cut open robot mickey and good thing that they he was a robot and they got there pretty fast <laughs> if if he was just on a bad acid trip they just cut him cut his chest open, <laughs> <He cut him> open. <laughs> so davy says to tell him which wire is connected to his truth tube or he'll squirt him again <laughs> robot mickey says that he thinks it's this one and then they do something and suddenly robot mickey says That must have been my poetry tube. <laughs> 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 they didn't program you know, the laugh. You hear the laugh track go. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't program the humor into uh, Robot Mickey. Nope. So we cut to later, and Davy says, "Okay, this is the last tube." And he does something, and Robot Mickey says that real Mickey's in the spaceship, and the other aliens are questioning him before they invade. And Peter says that he won't learn much from Mickey because he doesn't know too much. <laughs> And Davey asks if he can take him to the spaceship, and he says yes. Good thing they, they have these uh, electronics degrees or whatever they have in robot manipulation. Mm-hmm, for real. So Peter, Davey, and Robot Mickey are walking down the beach. Robot Mickey says some shit, and then they all just disappear, and they reappear <laughs> in the spaceship, where real Mickey has these weird metal things on the side of his head and a copper bowl-looking helmet. And the boys run up to Mickey and the aliens pull out their laser guns. And Peter says they better get out of there if it's the last thing they do alive. <laughs> a bit wordy, Pete. Let's just say, let's get out of here. <laughs> let's split. Yeah. Again, paid by the word. Uh, the aliens start to shoot their lasers, but the boys disappear. And this leads us into Monkey's Romp, Star Collector. Great. See, again, Star Collector, spaceship theme. Great. Perfect. Great thing. But again, they're really pushing Star Collector. This is like third in episode in like the last five episodes have Star Collector in it. Uh, now, technically, in the song, it's a star as in, you know, oh, a yeah. celebrity. But we'll roll with it. It works. Exactly, yeah. So a lot happens this romp. We've got Robot Mickey in the cage, and he's out of the cage. The aliens are at the control center. Peter swaggers around with a laser on his hip, and the aliens are skulking around with laser guns. This clock keeps jumping around. Peter and an alien get into like a showdown and Peter disappears. Peter and Davey are fighting with Robot Mickey. Peter and the alien are having a showdown in the pad and again Peter disappears. He ends up on the spaceship and a door opens and a blonde girl comes out, spins around and goes back into the tube. Peter follows her in but gets the door shut in his face. Davey's riding a bike around the ship somehow. Peter's trying to open the door and when he does it's the gorilla, which is a bummer for Peter. Uh, mm. Aliens are pushing buttons or something. Peter opens the door again. And it's the aliens, and he takes off. The aliens are fighting Peter and Davy. The gorilla's on the beach, and he and the military guy meet up, and then the military guy faints. 
Peter and the alien have another showdown on the beach in front of the spaceship. Again, Peter disappears. He ends up at the console and he just starts pushing buttons and turns the real Mickey into a gorilla. Then into the aliens. Outside the ship, the dude alien pops up and he and the military dude meet and the military dude faints again. The military guy leads a charge or something and the aliens inside are pushing buttons like mad. The cop the clock keeps changing. Robot Mickey's fighting the boys. The aliens open the door, see a totem pole, start praying to it or something. General Mayhem. Probably the craziest romp in a long time, if not ever. At noon, apparently time is up, and stuff starts to explode, and the boys ride the bikes around. And uh, some of this part's in the intro to the show. Peter waving yeah. at the camera on the bike. And, Iconic. Yeah, it is. And uh, so then that's the end of the romp. So Robot Mickey is telling the boys that they better leave because they're returning to their home planet Zlotnik in five minutes. And they invite him to stay, but he says he's got a little blender waiting for him on Zlotnik. <laughs> the, the boys go off on the blender idea for a little bit. Oh boy. So Pat comes back and he says that they've seen the ugly truth and we might be wondering about the risk of aliens with backwards feet. He says it's not the actual feet that are the problem, although up close they are ugly, but it's what backward feet mean to frontward feet society. Throughout this, there's like a fly buzzing around his head, which is pretty funny. (laughs) What if that's the same fly that landed on Mike Pence's head 50 years later? Was Uh, it on NBC? It might have been. Might have been. I wonder if you check that fly's end IMDb and he's like a a fly player. He's in everything. You have to check fly MDB. Yeah. <laughs> um, he says that with backward feet, we can't put our best foot forward and we'll have, we'll have repercussions on all of our lives. He says that the time has come to stop sticking our bayonets into each other and start sticking them into space. He thrusts his sword forward and an American flag unravels and music plays and the two guards also point their guns up and he puts these small flags into each of their guns. And that's the end of the episode. Like, no musical performance, no interviews, no nothing. They get out of this episode. Okay. Overall thoughts for me. I'm not a big... I'm sure people know this by now. I'm not a really big fan of this episode. (laughs) I really can't put my finger on what it is about it that that nerges me over the edge. But there's something in there that I'm just not into. Only having three guys obviously doesn't help. And uh, yeah, like Mickey does a pretty good job being the robot or the robot and uh, <laughs> having Pat talking to the camera is funny, but not as funny as it should have been considering what it is and what he's doing and how often they go to him. Like yeah, in between like, every I, scene. I rough timed it out and like not including the voiceover stuff. He's He has like five minutes and change of just screen time, solo screen time. And I don't think anybody else the history of the monkeys TV show has five minutes of screen time by themselves with no monkeys on the screen. And, um, I think it seems like when they went through the usable footage for the episode, they did not have a whole lot and they had to think of a way to kind of put it together. And maybe they lost a bunch of audio because some of his stuff is just talking over dial. what appears to be dialogue, but he's, it's just Pat talking. Yeah. Uh, I, I, again, I, it's hard for me to put my finger on. I think, Obviously, we're Mike fans, but I really do think having Mike in this episode could have elevated it in a big way. Yeah. Just um, just with his sense of humor and his way of doing things. It's, I'd have to say 
this is my least favorite episode of the series so far. And I think because it even even if it's focusing on the monkeys, not on the band, because nothing is focused on the band in second season. Yeah. Just too much stuff was focused off of the monkeys. It, it really, yeah, it seemed like a filler episode in every way, like a clip show, like you're saying. A little bit. So. Not by choice either. They just needed stuff, something to fill the show with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a very uh, loose episode. I'd like to know why Mike wasn't involved with it, like what the reason for that was. Because yeah, this is still very early on. This is just headquarters times. Yeah. So. Like, I think, uh, yeah. Headquarters that just, just, just come out. Yeah. So they, they, they're riding high right now. But uh, this episode doesn't show that. So mm. some categories here. Guns. Yes. Both regular and laser. Yes. Yes. So that's good. Um, hi- that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Highlight of the show. Um, the scene with Mickey uh, with the cat. He thinks the phone's a cat and he's hitting on the fridge. I think that's a pretty funny scene. It is pretty cool. Yeah, the whole Mickey being the robot Mickey and just coming up with funny ways to, uh, you know, to be ro- an alien kind to of robot. thing. Yeah. Robot, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there a monkey's ruse? No, but they almost got rused by robot Mickey. So, uh, Yeah, I think that sort of counts. Kind of technical. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll allow it. Yes. Um, fourth wall break. There, I f- there was oh the whole thing the see okay so like with Pat talking to the camera that's not really a fourth wall break because he's an official. It's, it's obvious. It's like the news. Yeah. They're talking to you. They're intentionally talking to you, and they usually do. It's not like yeah, you're not supposed to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a, a traditional sitcom. Yeah, even if you really don't want to be there, <laughs> you have to be there. Because <laughs> like you can see. Inside this episode, you see how it could have been just a typical episode where, you know, they hit the usual beats. Yeah. But it's, it just wasn't enough of it there, I don't think. Yeah. It's it, like money was spent. They they built that spaceship set, like, oh, yeah. from scratch or whatever. And, like, there's there was, they, I don't know where they got that UFO, but, <laughs> you know, there was some, some effort put in, but it just doesn't, it's just, it's not all there. Yeah, and I, again, I just because it didn't work doesn't mean it, it's not cool that they tried something different. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. cool they tried it. They went for it. They tried to act like this is a show telling people about aliens, and it, you know, it, it was a a good swing, but you know, went foul. <laughs> um, best musical moment is only Star Collector. Actually, best musical moment is uh, the intro thing that you made. I would say. Oh, go on. That's what I'm going with. Best musical moment. Thank you. <laughs> um, Classic monkeys moment. A lot of jump scares, like Mickey and Peter, yes. Peter and Davey scaring each other, but no taglines really. Uh, yeah. What wouldn't fly in twenty twenty one? The only thing I could come up with was a uh, Demi Lovato would have a problem with the term aliens because she says calling extraterrestrials aliens is racist. Wow, dude. <laughs> so, and I also just how, found, does she, how does she feel about blueface? <laughs> yo, you don't want to get her started. <laughs> I also just found out this week that Demi Lovato is a singer, not an actor. I, I have no well, idea. Well, she that was. Person. She was a Disney. Oh, they, she's a Disney person. Or a Disney Channel actress. So she's in everything. And they also had a music career. She's also okay. Okay. Uh, non-binary now. All right. They are also non-binary now. Oh, is they? Are they? Okay. They are. Okay. Good to know. So they would not like the term aliens. <laughs> so a little did you knows here. 
This was Alex Singer's last episode directing The Monkees. He directed six in total. Monkeys a la mode, Everywhere Chic Chic, Monkey Mare, Art for Monkey's Sake, and I was a 98 I was a 99 pound weakling were the other five. Good cross section of the episodes, I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is the end of the 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 triple threat writing team, but we'll find out. Um the little flags on the desk of of Pat only have 48 stars on them, so they're World War 1 flags. And the big, huge Weird. flag that comes down only has 35 stars on it. So it's a Civil War flag. Yeah, that definitely looked short a few stars. Yeah. yeah. Um, when Robot Mickey is freaking out, he says, Klaatu Barada Nitko, which is uh, the robot password from the day the Earth stood still, the movie. Oh, so, okay. Look out. Um, now we'll get into some credits here. Paul Paulson, or sorry, Pat Paulson has 26 credits. And the last thing he did was uh, Rugrats in 1993. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. He's, he didn't die in 1983. He, he continued to live, but he stopped doing uh, acting work, I guess. <laughs> uh, the guy alien is Stuart Margolin. He has 122 acting credits. The one that caught my eye was Iron Eagle 2. And he has Ooh. 57 directing credits. And uh, wow. Nita Talbot played the lady alien. She has 152 credits. So, but not, they're all like, again, she's like an NBC bit player. I gotcha. I gotcha. This is the last time we'll see the boys on the beach in the show. I think uh, there's a total of like eight episodes actually where they're shooting stuff on the beach and it feels like there's more. It does. Because the, the beach feels like a big part of the uh, monkey identity. I mean, it's, they live in a beach house and maybe, maybe it's because of the intro or there's a lot of beach stuff, but um, yeah. And the, in the content of the show itself they're only on the beach during uh eight episodes that's funny yeah and actually when they were on the beach i did know i was like oh cool back back outside on the beach like that's cool i haven't mm-hmm. seen that in a while so it was but yeah the the end of the beach crazy crazy so that is uh monkeys watch their feet aka mickey and the outer space creatures <laughs> I, I, I don't know how often i'll come back to this one to be honest with you <laughs> yeah but i do hear some outer space sounding theremin-ish happenings <laughs> theremin-ish. <laughs> going on which means it is now time for everybody's favorite second half of the show the random ad and countdown featuring the wool hat of mystery my goodness we're getting uh, it still rolls off the tongue don't it it does now that i've got it, it, it you know <laughs> it's like a it's like a nursery rhyme i just know it All right, Jeff, so I think you go first this week. All right, pass that hat. Reach on in. It's getting a... I keep thinking there's going to be slim pickings, but I feel like there's more pickings than I thought. We don't have any slim picking songs in the the hat. Uh, It's uh, Do Not Listen to Linda. Ooh, okay. Don't listen to Linda. She said all those things before. She's just a... It also happens to be the name of Davy's first wife that he secretly married while they were <laughs> near the end of 67? 66? I don't remember. But anyway, I don't know if it's the same Linda. Don't listen to Linda, a boysen heart uh, jelly that um, yeah, appears on uh, Instant Replay. Bringing down the class average of an underrated monkeys album, and um, 
Yeah. There's a there's an earlier version of this that appears um on the uh deluxe editions of More of the Monkeys. Yeah. A little more uh, a little more upbeat kind of countrified with the the, the dipshit kind of baseline going on. Don't listen to Linda. She said all those things before. She's just a That's not enough to to kind of rescue it is what is kind of like a boring weird little song i don't know paco what do you think again it's like a slow slow quiet jam which are never really my jams um <laughs> i don't know it, it it doesn't do anything for me personally at all but knowing his wife was named linda <laughs> and he has this song and at the end it's like don't listen to linda or you'll end up like me don't listen Like me. <laughs> it makes you kind of be like, is this, is Davey telling us something? <laughs> this, is, this is Boyce and Hart putting an elaborate burn on Davy Jones for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Or maybe he has to change it to Linda. It was like, don't listen to Janice. And he's like, hey guys, you know, I'm not feeling this Janice, but put in Linda there. I'll feel this one. I'll tell you what. Hold on. I've got to go punch a hole in the wall. We'll be in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh man where do you feel this instant classic should go <laughs> i don't uh yeah i don't uh, dig this one too much i don't dig it too deep um i'll put it right behind it's a nice to be with you <laughs> deep in jelly town our new number 140 is do not listen to linda nice there's a lot of davy down near the bottom of the random attic countdown how about you get in that hat? So here we go. I got something here. I'm whittling it down. I have got. You told me. So You Told Me from Headquarters, written and sung by Mr. Michael Nesmith. All the boys getting Ooh. in on it. Ch- Chip Douglas on the bass. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peter Peter Tork on the banjo. That banjo. Ricky Dolan's on the drums. Davy Jones on the maracas. And uh, that banjo is, um, rips. It's a, I don't know if the high five had been invented quite yet. But imagine being the boys in the studio listening to like the finished version of this. They fucking did it. Yeah. Yeah. Just just anytime they put it all together like this where it just flies out of the speakers is just so fun. Uh great tune. Really great Absolutely. tune. Uh we're saying yeah, the banjo rips. Peter's killing it. Everybody's killing it. It's an yeah. all out great song. It it starts with them having fun in the studio, like them just laughing and having a blast. So I think it's the they're doing like the revolver taxman count in. Oh yeah. But like a real wacky version of it. <laughs> so where should you told me go on this countdown? I am pondering. Mm. A little, little higher. Above or below, don't listen, Linda. <laughs> I think maybe one or two above. 
You know what? I think You Told Me can go between Look Out, Here Comes Tomorrow and I Won't Be the Same Without Her. Oh, wow. That's where I think. That's a, it's pretty. That's a good spot. That's going to be our new number 21. All right. You Told Me. I feel You Told Me snuggles right in there. It's a, it's a, <laughs> a nice little... Nice little place. I feel going from you told me into I won't be the same without her is a good good one-two punch. Mm, indeed. All right. Pass that hat over there. Over here. All right. Here you go. Something called counting on you. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. I got it. I agree. So, uh, <laughs> Counting on You, uh, written by Alan Green, sung by David Jones, Sir David Jones, the album-closing song from 1987's Poolit. And you're not going to believe this. This is a, a remake of a song from 1982 by somebody named Arlen Day, and I assure you, it sounds nearly identical. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Five, four, three, two, one of these days I'll be back with you. The song has been made twice. Oh my god. How do you how do you feel about this one, Paco? Oh man. <clears throat> Talking earlier, I'm not into slow jams, then we slowed it way down. Um this one I don't even know. I can't even this thing makes "I Love You Forever" sound like the Ace of Spades, man. It's kind of crazy, and I there's the play on counting on you, and he's he's counting numbers, right? He starts off counting a lot down, of counting, right? It comes down to one. I can't remember the lyrics now. I just heard them, but then in the second verse, his numbers are all over the place, and I thought like Davy Jones was having a stroke or something. Five, five, six. Because oh, he's cu- suddenly everywhere with these numbers. Um, I, I don't know. This, 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 this pulling this song with this episode that we saw kind of works because it seems like the bottom of each, like a bottom of the TV series oh, and man. bottom of all of their, their music. I'm, I'm not gonna say it's going to be on the bottom of the countdown, but it's, it's, it's going to be the bottom three. I'd say. But man, you, oh man, you pulled it, so you get to to say where where <laughs> this drops. Let's do it. <laughs> Your new number one forty seven. Wow, we counting on you. Even though um, this song is terrible, it's it's always kind of exciting to get a new one at either end of the spectrum. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> true, <laughs> so. absolutely true, and like. There might be people who this is their favorite monkey song, and I apologize to those people, but I, I may never listen to this song again. No, the fact that when I saw it, it it struck no bells to me. Like I, I had no idea what record it was on. I could only assume it was on a later record because I had no idea what it was. But uh, but again, you have to wonder, what, like, okay, first of all, why they would choose this song to be a song to cover on their new record, right? Like, why this one? And B, 
why end the album with it? I guess it's the slow. I guess that was in the eighties. He ended it with kind of a slow number, I suppose. But yeah. like, you know, like Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. But you're just kind of saying like, oh, remember, don't put this record on again because this is the last impression you're going to get of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so pretty big day, really. If we got a new number bottom on this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but uh that was thank thank goodness for you told me getting pulled in the middle there or else this would have been a, a this this entire episode would have been here's the worst of the monkeys <laughs> <laughs> video and audio worst of the monkey that's rough man it is i hope that somebody first listening to podcast valley sunday if they're listening to this I, if they listen to this they know we're not like these are the putting our best foot forward here yeah. <laughs> Why are they talking about this band they hate so much? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this episode is the skunkies because it all stinks. All right, so that just about wraps us up here. We wait. What? What the? What the? What? Get someone at the door. We're we're just wrapping. Someone up. at the podcast valley door. Who could it be? Hey guys, it's me, Rodney from the Rock. Rodney Bingenheimer again? I had to come in. He totally skipped over the part where I was doing Mickey's stunt double in this episode. You whoa, can, whoa, 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 whoa. You can tell you're, you're from- You're typecast. The, typecast is the back of a monkey's head. When you got hair like mine, that's putting your best foot forward, even in a backwards foot episode. <laughs> yeah, I heard you You got to use the same shampoo as Rod Stewart. Is this true? Brian Jones, for God's sake. Rod Stewart, <laughs> he washed his hair with egg whites. He was disgusting. <laughs> Brian Jones knew what was up, and I knew what was up because of it. All right, Roddy. I'll be honest. I'm not sure that was even you in the episode. What are you talking about? If you see a back of a head, you know it's Rodney on the rock. That's that's illegitimate to you once again, Rodney. But thanks for the edibles last time. And uh, you got you got to go. We're all going. So. All right, fine. See you later. Great episode. Love counting on you. All right, Roddy. Thanks a lot, bud. All right. So from me, Paco. And me, Jeff. And me, Rodney. Have yourselves a monkey's little evening. (sighs) Thank you. Bye-bye.